Welcome back, my friends. Welcome back. It's been a little while since our last story, but I make sure that these very testimonies have been led, written, and breathed upon and inspired by the Spirit and the Spirit alone. For me to just be the glove and for the Holy Spirit to be the hand in this. I take a back seat. I remain in the back seat and let the Spirit lead. So this week, this very testimony, something that I've gone through recently, a shift and a deliverance in the mind of mine, right? My own mind I've been delivered in, my own mindset. And I want us to walk through this together. I want you to see and notice and watch the intricacy of the Spirit move in my mind. So I welcome you guys to these, this week's story called the 99. What does it mean to be a leader in Christ? I mean, truly, what does it mean to be a leader in Christ? I mean, that's that very line, that very question was boggling at my head. Like, what does it mean to be a leader in you, Lord? What does it mean? What does it mean, God? But truthfully, in all actuality, the question that it all boils down to is, what does it mean to be a follower of Christ? How can you lead and you don't know how to follow? You see, my friends, I'm going to be honest with you. I've been struggling with being a leader. I've been struggling with being a leader. I've been struggling with being called to be a leader. But by the revelation of the Holy Spirit, he has revealed that truthfully, I've been fighting with being a follower. That was the true fight. I was fighting with being a follower of Christ. You see, I've lived a life going against the grain, living in shame and letting rebellion be my very name. You see, rebel was my identity, but redefined is what he calls me. Redefined is what he calls me. And I remember just thinking that's such a drastic change from rebel to redefine God. How could this be, Lord? How could this be? How could this be, God? Why would you even choose me? Why would you choose me? Why me, God? Why me, Lord? I've lived a life of such sin that I am undeserving to witness and know your joy within. I've persecuted those in your name, God. I've served the adversary for free, bringing down my brothers and sisters with me. I was so drenched in the dark that I believed that when you finally saw me, God, your eyes could never spark. Because who would save a wretch like me? Who would save a wretch like me, God? Who would save a wretch like me? And yet, and yet, you say, daughter, why not you? Why not you, Mariah? Why not you? Why not you? Why don't you come and see Come and see that I've called thee to know me. When I look at you, I see a reflection of me. When I hear your heart, it beats and breaks for the things of me. I have thrown your sins into the sea and have clothed you in my identity. But why do you still cling to what I have forgotten? Why do you still cling to what I have forgotten? Because Lord, if I'm going to be honest, I'm selfish, God. 
I'm so selfish. I'm so selfish, Lord. I'm selfish for me. And truth is, as I've becoming in you, I've become selfish for you too, God. I've been greedily used to being the one sheep that you chase after. That I failed to see the beauty in being in the 99. I failed to see the beauty in being in the 99. But on today, God, I say, but no more. But no more. It is a gift to watch you go after another. It is a gift. I will no longer be selfishly watching you go after my brother. Now I understand the prodigal son's brother in Luke. The one who remained close to you but failed to see that that is truly a treasure too. The treasure of being found when all I've ever been was lost. I didn't know what it meant to be found. I didn't know what it mean what it meant to stay, God. I didn't know that truly a treasure is found in being found by you. So I say forgive me, God, for not seeing you in the 99. Forgive me for not seeing you in the 99. Because here, Lord, in this field of sheep, I choose you. In this field of sheep, I continue to pursue you. I am no longer running away from home, God. I'm here to stay. I'm here to stay in this field of sheep, God. I'm here to stay. And the great shepherd is who I will obey. You see, my friends... Oh, my friends, this is how false humility seeped into me. I didn't see the beauty in being in the 99. You see, in the 99, the Lord trusts you with even more. Yes, but choosing to stay in the field of sheep is the real test. In my heart, I was selfish for God. In my heart, I thought that he would overlook me in this field of sheep, but he still says, no, I see you. I choose you. I know thee. You know, some of you will ask, Mary, well, how is that a bad thing to be selfish for the Lord? How is it? Because I wasn't able to see the delightful responsibility in herding his sheep, intending to the ones who said, God, I choose thee. Intending to the ones who said, God, I choose thee. I was worried about me. I was worried about how I'd get lost in the sheep and not tending to lead because I was familiar with being lonesome. I was familiar with being troublesome. I was familiar with rebellion and not obedience. I was familiar with being chased and not chosen. I was familiar with being chased and not chosen. I was familiar with being chased and not chosen. But today I choose the 99. Today is the day where I say, God, I choose the 99. Today I understand the Apostle Paul. Today I understand the Apostle Paul. I renounce my attachment to Saul and I say yes to becoming Paul, to becoming the woman who God has called me to be, a wise woman who leads the sheep, to being found and free. God, I choose thee selflessly. I choose you, God, selflessly. 
God, I admire you going after the one. I admire you going after the prodigal son because that was once me. But while you're chasing after them, Lord, I know you'll still be tending to your sheep. Because that's just the kind of father you are. One who never leaves. One who never forsakes. The one who always remains. Even when you're going after the one God, you're still tending to me. Even when you're going after the one God, you're still tending to me. (laughs) And that's why you're the great shepherd. You see, Luke chapter 15, verses 31 through 32 says, His father said to him, Look, dear son, you have always stayed by me, and everything I have is yours. We had to celebrate this happy day, for your brother was dead and he has come back to life. He was lost, but now he is found. He was lost, but now he is found. Abba, Father, I say thank you. I say thank you now, Lord. I say thank you, God, with a heart of gratitude, with a heart of full adoration for you, of thankfulness. I say thank you, Lord, for the privilege of being the one and now the privilege of being in the 99, the one and the ability to come home, the 99 and the ability to stay. You tend to each of us equally. And one does require even more responsibility a daily, yes. But both require a dying to selfishness. Both say, I choose you. Both say, I will pursue you. One is welcomed back with a great feast. And the other lives with the plenty of you. See, one is lost and the other is found. But you are our common ground You see, a true follower basks in the glory of seeing a brother come home and welcomes him with open arms. A true follower tends to the sheep, even the one that has ran far off into the deep. A true follower reflects reflects the great shepherd. A true follower reflects the great shepherd. And on today, my friends, I say welcome to the 99. (laughs) Welcome to the 99. Welcome home. Welcome home. God, you're so good. That not only do you go after us being the one, but you still tend to the 99. God, I thank you for your son. Until next time, my friends. Shalom.